Thank you for listening to the Radiant Church Podcast. For more information, visit us at weareradiant.com. Well, if I haven't had a chance to meet you yet, my name is Aaron Burke. I'm the lead pastor here at Radiant Church. We are one church with four locations that are joining us together across Tampa Bay. I want to shout out those in St. Petersburg, those in Brandon. Both of those two locations today, by the way, it's their first time at three, loca- I mean, three services on Sunday morning. And God's doing an amazing thing there. We celebrate you guys. And then our Tampa Heights location, we love what God's doing there. And tonight is our very first ever young adults experience at Tampa Heights. And so we're morphing our night service into a real outreach into those that are, you know, 18 to 25 age range. And so if you know people that age range, man, make sure they go. They have a big after party every Sunday night. And uh, same message, we're gonna do worship together. Same deal, just, just really targeting the next generation. I think it's important to be strategic about that. So, and, and if you make, if Sunday nights is your night at Radiant Church anyway, you can still attend, like you're young at heart, so that's cool, so you can be there, but we're gonna have a great time together. It's a good time to be at church today. Hey, let me give you one announcement, and then I'm gonna dive into the uh, vision of what God has for us this next uh, year. And it's simply next w- Sunday, say next Sunday. Next Sunday, I'm, I'm doing a brand new series that we are calling Decade Defining Decisions. And, and it's a super crucial series. I'm giving you three decisions that'll define your whole next decade. So if you wanna set yourself up to win, you need to be here. And I don't say this often, I don't think I've said this in years, but next Sunday's message will probably be the top message that I've ever preached to Rangers. I've already got it done. I've already got the notes ready. I'm telling you, I'm ready for it. So you're like, well, why don't you just preach that one today? Well, you gotta come back next week, okay? So it's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna give you a decision next week that'll define your whole next decade, and then it'll set you up. So it's a great time to invite friends. There's yard signs and invite cards on the way out. We'd love to have you do that because it's gonna be a great year. All right, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take out those worship guides. Inside are some sermon notes, and if you don't take notes on your sermon notes, you can always download our Radiant Church app, and you can take notes there. I know so many of you guys love the app. You're taking notes on the app. You're sending your notes to yourself. That's a big deal. We're glad that you're doing that. And I, I wanna help you this year to move forward towards all that God has for you. Our mission statement as a church is that we move people from where they are to where God wants them to be. But it all kind of starts with this question. When you're looking at 2020, here's the question I wanna give you. You can write it down in your notes. It's simply this statement. What do you see? What do you see when you look at this year? So many people are walking into it and you see excitement and opportunities, but a majority of people I talk to, it's just the same old, same old. Same year, same situation, same uh, difficulties, same struggles. The obstacles look overwhelming. A lot of people are looking at situations and, and they're not looking at it through a lens of, of faith, a lens of what God says is possible this year. And I wanna challenge you on what you see in this upcoming year over the next few minutes that we have together. I always try to get a word from God for my year. So last year, my word was health. And so at the very beginning of the year, I preached a whole message on it. I, I, I made a declaration that we're gonna be the healthiest church and spiritually healthy. I'm gonna be, my marriage is gonna be healthy. And I worked all year towards that word, which by the way, I would encourage you as an individual, as married couples, get together and get a single word from God that you can hold on to this year. And it'll help just drive your whole year forward. So when I'm looking at 2020, the easy word from God that I continually get is this idea of perspective, a vision. I don't know if you've ever been to a a doctor, your eyesight's kind of off. The goal of all people when it comes to their eyesight is to have 2020 vision. And when I look at 2020, I think of it, what a great opportunity. Every time we hear those words, we go, 
hey, is my vision correct? Am I seeing things the way God wants me to see them? Here's why it's important, write it down, because what you see determines what you will be. And a lot of people, you think your problems are so overwhelming, and it's really not an issue with your problems, it's an issue with your eyesight, because you're, you're looking at it wrong. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be just really bold to you for a second. You don't have as many bad days as you think you have bad days. Life is not really filled with that many bad days. It's, it's, we don't have bad days, we have bad perspective. And, and when you get your perspective right, your life changes a little bit better. So your marriage doesn't have as many problems as you think it does. It's just got perspective issues right now. So if you'll start looking at it, your kids aren't as, ba- well, as bad as you think they are. It, it's, it's we're looking at things wrong. And if you'll walk into this new year and go, I, I, want you, I want to be your spiritual eye doctor today. I want you to get a perspective checkup to say, you know what? I'm going to start looking at things right. I had this moment uh, over Christmas where I had to check my perspective. It was a bad day. I know, I know you're not supposed to have bad days on Christmas, but I had one of those bad days. I, I went over to, to Jacksonville um, on Christmas Day, spent some time with my family there. And my dad, my dad always buys crazy gifts for my kids. I've told y'all stories all the time. He goes above and beyond. He always just buys my kids the weirdest stuff. And so if you ever come to my house, if you see anything excessive or large or crazy, my dad bought that. So I, I don't ever buy it. It's all him. So I go to Jacksonville. He, we get all the presents for the kids. He open, we, my kids open them. They're all excited. And then he turns to my two daughters, who, by the way, are seven and five. And he says, I have a special gift for you guys. Well, I, I'm excited to hear about what this special gift also is that he's got us this next year. And so he goes, and the next day we're able to go to his house. We see this special gift, and as we walk out, we see two four-wheelers, like full-blown, real four-wheelers. All right, now, I look at these four-wheelers, and on the side of them is a giant warning sign, and the first thing I see, it says the number 10, and then an X through it saying, like, you have to be over 10 years old to ride these. My kids are seven and under. My dad didn't get it. So he looks at me, and I'm like, he's like, oh, here's your, here's your, your present. I'm like, Dad, what are we going to do with these? He's like, you're going to take them with you. <laughs> where? Where, where, where? Where is this going to go? And then I look, and I go, Dad, I have a minivan. Like, and, and not only a minivan, I'm going to take this minivan, and we're going to North Georgia, Georgia to spend time with Katie's family. Like, we go, he goes, oh, perfect. They'll enjoy them up there, too. You can drive them up to North Georgia. <laughs> what did you get me into? So the day after Christmas, my, my day was spent running around Jacksonville trying to put a hitch on my van that I had to pay for because of his Christmas gift. So then I get it all loaded up. I, vans are not supposed to tow things. So let me show you the picture. This is my van. This is me. All right, now I wanna show you this. Now if you can look closely at the picture, you can not only see the ridiculousness of the U-Haul that I'm pulling behind it, you can see the antlers that my wife has put on the sides of the van and the Rudolph nose. Let me just tell you, uh, like, I look like an idiot driving that thing around the Southeast United States. For six days, I had to tow that thing around to every place we went and visited for Christmas. That was my week. So I'm driving up the interstate just angry. Like, why, why did he buy these things? This is so stupid. The people are all stopping us every few seconds because it's so low. The whole thing's dragging and sparks are going as we're going up the interstate. 
People are just, I look like an idiot. So I had to have a perspective change. Like, okay, like, let me look at this in the right way. And, and this is what you have to do with life. Whenever you get frustrated, you get down. I, I had moments, okay? You know what? Let, what's the positive in this? I'm talking this through with my wife. What's the positive? Well, you know, my dad is still alive to give my kids presents. That's a great positive. We're glad. That's awesome. Uh, you know, uh, another positive. We got room in the minivan. I've moved all the luggage through to all in the back of the U-Haul. We have an open minivan. It just looked clean and nice in there. Then I thought, you know what? I now have a story to open my 2020 messages with. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's all about perspective. And when you look at your issues in your life this next year, I want you to see them clearly. I want to show you a scripture in God's word. Numbers chapter 13. It says it this way. It talks about the issue of perspective. When God's people were going to enter into the promised land, enter into the greatness that he had for them, the, the leader, Moses, sent in 12 spies to view out the land, to, to check it out. He said, Moses sent, he said, I want you to explore Cana. I want you to explore this land. And I want you to see what the land is like. I want you to see whether the people there are, are they strong or are they weak? Are they few or are they many? So he sends in these, these, uh, these, these uh, spies to go look out the land and really to go evaluate what's in this land. What, what can we accomplish in this land? So they go to give Moses the account, the verse says, and it says it like this, they went to the land in which they sent us, and they said, yeah, it flows with milk and honey. Here, here's, the, here's the fruit of it. There's, there's good things that are there, but then they use that word, but. But the people of that land, they're, they're powerful. They're, the cities are fortified, and they're, they're large, and then, then their man spoke up named Caleb. I love this story. You need some people in your life that'll silence the negative voices that are around you. You need some people that'll speak faith. That's my job today, is to speak faith into your situation. So he silenced him, and he said, no, 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 we should go. We should move forward. We should possess the land for where we certainly can do it. But the men who had gone up, look what it says. They went up, and he said, we can't attack these people. They're stronger than we are. And look what they said. They said, the land we explored devours those living in it. He goes, all the people we saw there are great in size. A lot of you are looking at next year and thinking, those obstacles are too great in size. And then he said this statement, we seemed like grasshoppers in what? Our own eyes. So we, we didn't, it's not, listen, it's not that the land was wrong, it's their eyesight was wrong. It, it, it wasn't even a fact that, that they were small, it's they saw themselves as small. You see, I don't think God sent them into the land to figure out anything about the land. I think he sent them into the land to figure something out about the man that he sent in there. Like, but how you look at things determines a lot more about you than about the situation itself. So I wanna challenge you today to remember that what you see determines what you will be this year. So let's change our perspective. Actually, it's my 2020 New Year's resolution. Write it down in your notes this way. It's just to see things the way that God sees them. I wanna see my marriage the way God sees it. I wanna see my kids the way that God sees them. I wanna see that employee, that, and they might frustrate everybody. I wanna see them the way God sees them. I wanna see the potential in my life the way God sees them. I wanna see every obstacle the way that God sees them. And, and you go, well, Aaron, of course, we all want that. But let me remind you, we don't always see things the way God wants us to see them. Bible's very clear in 1 Samuel, the Lord doesn't look at things the way we look at them. So we look at them and we get frustrated. We go, man, the, the obstacles are overwhelming. God says, no, that's an opportunity for me to work. There, some people look at it and go, the situation looks desolate. There's no way there's victory in that. God says, looks at it differently. He sees the victory on the other side. 
So I want to challenge you today to see things a little bit different this year, to change your perspective, to see the way God wants to, to see. So how do we do this? Well, let me show you in our church what I see when I look into this next year. This is why it's Vision Sunday. I'm going to cast the vision forward of where I see us going as a church. And then you might say, well, I don't know where I am in that. I'm going to give you some plan of action so that you can see yourself walk in amazing victory this year. Here's the first one. Ready? Write it down. It's when I look at our church, I look at it through faith, knowing that we are a church that is going to do whatever it takes to grow in their relationship with Christ. This is the, the, the most important thing we're gonna do as a church is we're gonna do whatever it takes. And I know, I know there's the, the negative people and there's, there's people that are so pessimistic about the church today and, and that the church isn't deep and it's not strong. and They don't know anything about Radiant Church because Radiant Church is filled with people who are doing, willing to do whatever it takes to grow in their relationship with God. They're willing, they're willing to take crazy steps and show up early and take sermon notes and pray for 20 days of prayer and fasting. We do whatever it takes because we're a church that understands the importance of growing in our relationship with God. Let me just tell you this. Let me tell you, you haven't experienced all that God has for you to experience. You just need to let that sink in. There's more of God for you to experience this year that you've experienced. So what do we need to do? We need to lean into it, the fact that we're gonna grow as much as we can spiritually this year. Here's, here's a fact I want you to understand. This is gonna be your best year yet. I want you to believe that. But it's only gonna be your best year if it is your best year spiritually. So, so everybody wants to have a better marriage. Everybody wants their finances to be better. Everyone wants that anxiety to leave. Everybody, everybody wants everything in their life to get better. But understand, it starts with the spiritual. When we get the spiritual right, then the rest of it will follow. So don't try to just fix the marriage. Try to fix you first and watch how God will fix the marriage. Don't try to just build the business. Build you first and watch how God will build the business. Let it start with the spiritual. Come on, give them better praise. Amen? Let it start with the spiritual in your life. So let me give you a plan of action. How can we do this? We're gonna start tomorrow morning with 20 days of prayer and fasting. And this is gonna change your whole year. If you've never done this before, you're gonna jump in with us tomorrow morning and it's gonna change your year. And here's what it combines. It combines two things. It combines prayer and fasting. Here's what prayer is. Prayer is connecting with God. It's an intentional decision to say, I'm gonna communicate with God. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to God, I'm gonna bring my issues to God, I'm gonna have a connection and relationship with God. And for so many people, they are missing out on this is why Jesus came and died. Not for you to have church or for you to have religion, but that you can have a thriving, real relationship with God, and that starts with prayer. So, so we've gotta make prayer a backbone of what we do. That's why we have a pray first culture at our church, which I love these bracelets, because one, it reminds me, it keeps me out of jail, I don't do stupid stuff. It really does, because I, 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 whenever I think of anything stupid, I just look at this, and I go, okay, now I'm gonna pray first. I'm gonna remind myself, it's all about prayer. It's all about my relationship with God. It also helps me identify you guys all over town. Because I see the bracelet, I walk into you like, radiant, radiant, radiant. It's like a weird cult, you know, with like, like, I see your bracelet, like it's awkward. <laughs> let, me, let me just encourage you today. Your, your God is bigger than the issues you're dealing with. So when we put prayer as a priority, I love how Mark Batterson says it. He says, I think the greatest tragedy in life is that prayers go unanswered simply because they went unasked. 
And I think there's so many things God wants to do in your life, and it's gonna start with that moment of prayer. Every morning, you go, I don't know how to pray. Great, we have a prayer guide for you on the way out at every location. You can get it, we're gonna be able to put it on our website so you can download it. Tomorrow morning, start praying with us. But not only do we pray during these next 20 days, but we combine it with fasting. And let me encourage you with this, because fasting, while, while prayer is connecting with God, fasting is disconnecting from the world. And you need both of them in your life because honestly, we're too worldly as a church sometimes. We, we've, we've, God wants to speak to us, but you've got way too many voices in your mind right now. You've got way too many influences. Can I be real honest with you? We're on social media way too much. We're, we're scrolling the web way too much. I think, I think God so much wants to connect with us. So what happens is when you fast, you learn to deny your flesh so that you can connect with God. We give up something temporarily, like food or social media or sweets. You find out whatever it is for you, you're gonna give it up for 20 days. You give up something temporarily so that you can gain something for eternity, which is a closer relationship with God. And so you go, well, that sounds extreme. Guess what? That's what I see. I see a church that's extreme in their de desire to connect with God relationally. And I think that's what God's calling us to do. Amen, church? So try it. Start it with this next. I did last year. I jumped in the, um, I did 21 days of uh, only liquid last year. That was a big deal for me. I've never done it. I felt like God told me to do it. And so I, you know, I, I researched and figured out how to do it so I could be healthy. But I'm telling you, every time I felt that pain, every time I felt that hunger, that desire, I used it as a trigger to go, okay, that's God trying to connect with me right now. And I would just go to my place of prayer. And I'm telling you, I, I, I'm not speaking of this as a pastor. I'm telling you this as a, as a son and a servant of God. I never got closer to God in my life than I did after 21 days of prayer last year. And I think it's possible for your life today. Imagine this, 20 days from tomorrow, you walk out of that 20 days closer to Jesus than you ever did before. It's possible with your life. So here's another thing we're gonna do. We're not just gonna pray, pray in private, but we gather at every location. So every location, we have 6 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday at 8 a.m. And so your location pastor's already giving you the information. There's, there's website, on the website, it's got the address. You need to be there for that, okay? Prayer is a big deal for us as a church. Number two, our plan of action is that we're having revival nights. And you've already heard about them, but I want you to gather. Now, I, I know what people are saying. Well, I live way up in North Tampa or I live way out in St. Pete and I can't come to South Tampa. Here's what you do. You get off work, you get some of your friends together, you do a watch party somewhere and you get together and you gather in your little area so that you can be part of Revival Nights because I'm telling you, God's gonna use these nights to take us to the next level as a church, amen? And it's gonna be awesome. And then for every location, we're gonna make it a priority. On first Wednesdays, this will be the first time we ever do it. We're gonna go to every location on first Wednesdays. So I'm super pumped about that. So you can make sure that'll happen in February. Let's be a church that intentionally gets closer to Jesus this year. Can I hear a good amen? All right, number two, we're a church that I see that intentionally invest in building healthy relationships. You need some healthy relationships in your life. And a lot of you guys are walking into the new year and you want changes in your life. And, and I just need to, I need to really emphasize this because I don't think people get it so much that you will never see change in your life until you change the community in your life. I wrote it down in your notes this way. If you wanna change your life, you need to change your friends. Because so many people want a different outcome, but you keep doing the same thing and, and, and you're going, I'm gonna go to new levels. You're not gonna go to new levels with people that are way below you like that. 
So sometimes you gotta let go of some people at some time. This is a word from God for somebody in here. There's some people you need to leave in 2019 and go, I'll come back to you to help you one day, but right now I gotta go to a new level with Jesus because I'm gonna build healthy relationships in my life. They keep dragging you into that old lifestyle, dragging you into the old speech. Get away from those people this year and find some healthy community. I know where you can find it. Guess what? You can find it here at Radiant Church. This is a great place for you to find community. You go, well, church people are weird. You're weird. You are. I, I just think it's right. People think the weirdest things about church people. Like, we're normal. We really are. They think about me all the time. I, I'll, I'll see people around town. I'll be like, in Publix, grocery shopping. Someone will walk up to me, they're like, Pastor Aaron, is that you? And then they always say the same thing. It's the weirdest thing. You, you've done it to me, I know. You always say that, I didn't realize you'll do these kind of things. <laughs> Grocery shop? No, I just thought you just pray. Like, that's your job. <laughs> what? Like, it's weird. People join radiant groups all the time, and they're like playing volleyball and stuff, and, and they're going, I just didn't realize Christians did this. We have fun together. Like we go to the beach together. We see movies. We're not weird. And I know that there's, a, there's a, a picture of what people want the church to look like as some awkward, weird people. I'm telling you the coolest people you'll ever meet in your life attend Radiant Church. It's great community. It's great place to be a part of. So how do you get part of it? Here's your action plan, ready? You need to attend next steps. And maybe you've never done that. You go, well, I don't know what it's like at the unknown of it. Just come. We'll make you feel loved. You'll hear about the vision of the church. And then we're going to help you join a team. And we're going to join a team that is connected with doing something bigger than yourself. And we're going to change the world together. And I'm telling you, you don't need to join a team because the church needs it. The church is awesome and healthy and growing and thriving. You need to join a team because you need it. And let me remind you, and let us remind our church, we are not a cruise ship for the enjoyment of the saints. We are a battleship for the advancement of the kingdom of God. So we are a community that is on mission, doing something bigger than ourselves. So we serve, and we greet, and we, we hold babies, and we set up locations. Why? Because we're making an eternal difference. So I want you to know this statement. Write it down in your notes, because I know what you're thinking. You're sitting there going, well, Aaron, you don't understand. I, I have issues, and I don't... I don't have skills like that. I want you to say the statement because I have to remind myself often of it. I have incredible value to offer God's team. Just say it over yourself. I have incredible value to offer God's team. You gotta remind yourself. The Bible says that we are one body with many parts. So you're a part to play here at Radiant Church and you're supposed to be connected and some of you guys are mouthpieces and some of you guys are eyes and some of y'all are hands and feet and come on, we even have some rear ends at Radiant Church, come on. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's funnier in my mind. <laughs> but I'll, I'll say this, listen to me, every location, it's not complete until you're involved. It's, it's not, we, we can't reach the, the potential that God has for us until you're on the team. So get in part of a team. And then not just join a team, but here's the other action plan, ready? Is that you need to be part of a Radiant group. And Radiant groups, they launch on February 2nd. We're gonna have hundreds of groups available for you. And I want you to be part of one. You go, well, I don't know anybody. And this is what Radiant groups do. I wanna just give you the vision. Radiant groups help you go further in your relationship with God and further in your relationship with people than you can ever experience on a Sunday. So I know there's a lot of people going, well, I just have a hard time meeting people or, or I want something deeper out of God's word. Great, the solution for that is a radiant group. Well, Aaron, I looked at the groups and I didn't see one that would fit me or that I liked. Well, here's what you do. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, 
You have been commissioned by next Sunday at 11.30 service. There is a training for new group leaders that you can be a group leader at our church and we'll get some people and you can host it and you can bring authentic community to our church. Amen, church? You can do it. So this is why it's needed because the Bible tells us iron sharpens iron. You need some people. Listen, if your life seems dull, it's probably because you have some dull people in your life. Get, Get some people on a mission. They're changing the world together. We're high-fiving each other as hands are being raised for for the kingdom of God. I'm telling you, this is what God has for our church. Here's the other one, last one on community, because this is a major deal for us. If I've seen the biggest attack of the enemy over people's lives over this last year, it's attack over their marriages. And we're gonna do something about it as a church this year. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna be strategic about a couple things. One, in February, I'm doing a series I've never done it before. We're gonna do it six weeks on love, sex, and marriage. And it's gonna be awesome. So if you're single, you're married, you're divorced, doesn't matter where you're at, you're gonna, you're gonna be part of this thing and we're gonna grow in such an amazing way when it comes to having healthy relationships the way God wants us to. And then marriages at our church, you're gonna be able to grow because this year we are doing our EXO Marriage Conference again, which I'm super pumped about. And last year I heard from dozens of families that said, I would have gone, but you didn't give me enough notice. I'm giving you seven weeks right now. You can take off for it. It's on Friday night and all day Saturday, and it'll be at our Heights location. It will sell out. We're gonna pack out that location. So we want you part of that. It's gonna be awesome. All right, last few minutes I have with you. I'm gonna give you the last one, simply this. Number three is when I look at this year, I see a church that is overcoming every challenge necessary to achieve their calling. Every challenge. I don't know about you, but I have some major challenges that I need to overcome this year. I have, I have things that I want broken off of my life. I wanna go to new levels with God. I wanna help get to the next level. I want our church to get to the next level. We have major challenges as a church as we continue to grow and reach uh, more people. And when I wrote out my list, I always do it in January 1st. I wrote out a list of all the goals and all the dreams. And some of them I wrote down and they were so huge. And I'd go, okay, that's not possible. And, and God encouraged me with this statement when it comes to making big goals, because I wanna encourage you with it, is that we pursue big goals as a church. Because we have a big God. He's big. He's big. He, he can accomplish that thing in your life. He can help you overcome whatever you're going through in your life. We can have big goals because we have a big God. And by the way, we have big goals as a church. One of our goals I presented to you a couple months ago, and I want to give you an update on it, is by the end of 2020, I'm believing God for it. I'm speaking it out that our South Tampa location, we will have a, a signed deal for a new facility for South Tampa. Oh, come on. That's a big deal. And and we're in overflow at this service right now because we truly believe that God wants to reach tens of thousands of people in this community that that we can't even get in the doors right now. So we're gonna do something about it. And then St. Pete, don't worry, we're gonna build you one soon. And then Brandon will build you one. And Heights, we're gonna continue to renovate. But, But our first step in this, our big goal in this, and I told you in November, is to raise $5 million by the end of 2020. So I'll give you an update for it. It's pretty remarkable. The goal was five million from the savings of the church and then the radical, crazy generosity of of our church. We have right now ready to go $1.65 million to God be the glory. That's a big deal. So we're getting close. And, And listen, I announced that two months ago. So by the end of this year, we're gonna take up another offering of Mother's Day and, and maybe we'll just reach it. Actually, why don't we could reach it today. If you wanna write the check for $3.34 million, I'll take you to lunch. Wherever you want. Any location, I'll come see you. All right, last one. Here's, here's the last plan of action for your life. 
is that you wanna achieve all the greatness God has for your life, you need to start replacing the lies of the enemy with the truth of God's word. That's why it's important you're in church every week. That's why you're, you're, it's important that you're, you're absorbing this. And you go, well, I don't need to go to revival. I don't need another message. No, you need more of God's word in your life. The enemy is working overtime to lie to you. So we're gonna work overtime at presenting God's truth in your life so that you can start believing what God says. The best way for you to do this is write it down. It's to start a Bible reading plan. And I'm gonna challenge you, if you've never done it before, start tomorrow morning. Uh, my life is transformed every single morning. 4.30 this morning, the very first thing I did, I prayed first, and then I jumped right in my Bible reading plan. I'm doing, people ask me all the time, so I'll just tell you, I'm doing the New Testament chronologically right now. So it puts it all together, all the stories together as like a seamless story. It's amazing. And the Bible's coming alive because there's so many times I just get lied to by the enemy and I need to see clearly. And the only way to see clearly is I gotta get in God's word all the time. That's why 2 Timothy tells us this way, all scripture is God-breathed and it's useful. Remember, when you read it, even if you don't get anything out of it, you read it again, go, God, there's something useful in here. There's something useful in here. There's something, and watch how it'll start transforming you. It's useful for teaching and rebuking and correcting and training and righteousness. You get in God's word, get on a Bible. You don't have to do mine, but you need to do one this year and watch how it'll transform your life. It it reminds me of my, my, uh, uh, any kind of situation, I'll, I'll give my wife, this happened a couple weeks ago, where there was a roach in our, in our I hate, she hates roaches. I hate spiders. So um, if there's ever a roach or a spider in, in, a, in our house, my wife always does. She's like, Aaron, it's over there. I need you to go take care of it. So I like man up. Oh, yeah, I can take care of this. And she does something funny. Let me, Christian, help me out. But So she does something so funny that I just think it's bizarre. What she does is she goes, okay, it's over there. And here's what I want you to do. I I want you to go there. I was like, well, well, I don't know where it is. She goes, and she'll get behind me. So she'll stop, she'll stop leading, and she'll go, I'll show you where it is. You, go, you walk. Like, why are you putting me in the front of this whole thing? Like, this thing is gonna attack me first. She's like, yeah, that's, that's what, I'm willing to take that risk, all right? So, so I'm, I'm, she's, she, I'm walking, and while she's behind me, she's like, okay, now, now go around there. Now go, it's probably over there. And what she's doing as she's choosing to not look herself, she's choosing to look, to just trust me to take care of this situation because it's something she doesn't wanna deal with this year. Listen, let me just say it like this. When you read God's word, you're choosing to put Jesus right in front of you to say, I'm gonna look through every situation through Jesus right now. I'm gonna look at everyone. I'm choosing that he's gonna take care of it. He's gonna deal with it. He's gonna lead me. And watch how he will bring your life into victory this year. Come on, give him better praise. Thank you. So I wrote down some things. Let me end this year with this service with this. And by the way, at the end of this service, we're gonna do, uh, we already did giving, we already did announcements, we're gonna do all that. As soon as we do salvation at the end of every location, I'm gonna end for the month of January with a declaration, a benediction over your life. So stick around for it, it's gonna be awesome. But let me just end with this. When I read God's word, here's what I see what God says about us. And I need you to hear it today because some of you guys have been overloaded by the lies of the enemy. So let me bring something to the truth of God's word. Because of Jesus, I am a child of God. I am a masterpiece. I am loved by God. I am saved and I am born again. I am a new creation. I have gone from being dead to being alive. I am free. I am healed and being made 
whole. My mind is alert and I am determined to love God. I am determined to love people and I am determined to love my enemies. I am now Christ's ambassador. I am chosen. I am a spiritual contributor, not a spiritual consumer. I am an important part of his church that exists for the world around us. I am content in Christ alone. I am strengthened by God who upholds me, protects me, and defends me. I am joyful no matter my circumstances. I am not easily offended and will hold and will not hold on to bitterness. I am not alone for God is with me. How about this? I am strong and fearless. I do not try to please people, but I only please God. I do not worry. I am not anxious. I have peace that passes all understanding. I am more than a conqueror. I am not shaken, and I am trusting that God is turning all things around for the good. Can we give them some praise at every location? How about this? At every location, let's stand to our feet and let's sing it out. Let's make a declaration to God today. Come on, say it. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle Somebody give them some praise today at every location. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to close your eyes while you're standing there. This is a moment of decision. With nobody moving around, this could be the most important moment in somebody's eternity right now. You will have the best year ever if it is your best year spiritually. It starts right now. Because honestly, it all starts with you surrendering your life to Christ. There's a lot of people in here, you're not where you need to be with Jesus. I want you to know today's your day of salvation. It's not any good works you can do that can get you in right position with God. It's the finished work of Jesus on the cross. You accepting saying, Jesus, I want your forgiveness. I want you to change my life. And when you make that decision, I'm telling you, he comes in and he'll change you right there in that service, right where you're sitting. So it's today's your day. Let's start off the year right by surrendering our lives to Christ. If that's you today and you say, Aaron, I don't have a relationship with God. I'm not where I need to be with God, but I wanna be. I wanna be that child of God. I wanna be forgiven. I wanna have a fresh start this year. I believe Jesus wants to come in and transform you right now. But it starts with you making that decision, a bold decision to say, yeah, I'm ready to surrender to him today. That's you on the count of three. You're gonna throw up your hand at every location, wave it at me and put it right back down. Ready, one, two, three. Throw up that hand if you're making that decision. Wow, there's dozens in this room. Come on, do it bold. I see all those hands all over this place. Just pray this prayer. How about we pray it at every location out loud together. Ready? Say, dear Jesus. Oh, all of us. Say, dear Jesus. Today, I make a decision to follow you, to put you first. Forgive my sins, my past, my issues. Today, I accept the forgiveness that you offer 
me. Today, I will follow you for the rest of my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody that believes it says, come on, can we celebrate with so many people? Welcome to the family of God. It's a big deal. Hey, it's going to be the best year of your life because you started it out spiritually. And watch how God's going to transform it. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to end this service at every location. We're going to try this for the month of January. I think it's awesome. Our mission statement at the church is that we move people from where they are to where God wants them to be. So people say, well, where does God want us to be? You'll see those statements everywhere. He wants us to be in a better relationship with Christ, better community, and a calling. That's what I just preached about. So I'm gonna help us. We're gonna have this statement. So it's gonna come up on the screen. We got our, our, our radiant declaration for this month. So, and then at the end of it, I'll say we are, and then we'll all shout out radiant. Okay, it's kind of weird, but it'll be awesome. I think it's a fun thing. Because we're. I'm telling you, I'm gonna work overtime at making sure you know who you are in Christ this year. We're gonna, we're gonna remove every lie of the devil this year, and you're gonna walk in victory. So the statement goes like this. This week, I am moving towards Christ, towards community, and towards my calling. Because of Jesus, I am getting better and will be coming back uh, and will be and will keep coming back. Okay, I messed it up. All right? Because of Jesus, I will be getting better and I will keep coming back. And then I say, we are, and then we all say it out together. Radiant, ready? And then we're done. Then dismissed. Ready? Let's say it loud. Ready? This week, I am moving towards Christ, towards community, and towards my calling. Because of Jesus, I am getting better and I will keep coming back. We are Love you guys. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Radiant Church Podcast. For service times or giving options, visit us at weareradiant.com.